The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. LinkedIn presents. We already have that trillion-dollar anti-aging pill that biotech has been promising us. It just has to be administered in the produce aisle and the gym. Turning back the clock, not with a drug or a DeLorean, but just by eating and living more healthfully. It's Tuesday, everyone. This is the Next Big Idea Daily, and I'm your host, Michael Kovnat. I've got a question. Are you getting older? Of course you are. We all are. But while the forward march of time might be inevitable, how your body responds might not be. This is according to Michael Greger, author of the new book, How Not to Age, The Scientific Approach to Getting Healthier as You Get Older. Michael is a physician, a founding member and fellow of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, and author of the New York Times bestseller, How Not to Die. Great title. Now, here he is to teach us how not to age. The vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a healthy enough diet and lifestyle. There was an editorial published in leading anti-aging journal Rejuvenation Research entitled, Finally, a Regimen to Extend Human Life Expectancy. Was it some exotic new stem cell treatment or gene therapy? No. It was a reference to a Harvard analysis in which more than 100,000 men and women were followed for decades and just a few basic lifestyle behaviors appeared to translate into 12 to 14 years of extra lifespan for the average 50-year-old. Even at age 50, you may be able to add an extra dozen years to your lifespan. Even at age 70, there could still be about 10 extra years on the table. And if you clean up your life before age 50, nearly 18 years may be up for grabs based on simple, common-sense behaviors. That's the kind of life extension extrapolating from lab animal experiments, but after decades of research and hundreds of millions of dollars later, efforts to translate those longevity results into humans has largely been in vain. Yet here we are with human data suggesting dramatic life extensions available to all of us uh, right here, right now. We already have that trillion-dollar anti-aging pill that biotech has been promising us. It just has to be administered in the produce aisle and the gym. Turning back the clock, not with a drug or a DeLorean, but just by eating and living more healthfully. A midlife switch between the ages of 45 and 64 to even the barest of minimums, at least five daily servings of fruits and vegetables, walking even like 20 minutes a day, maintaining a healthy weight, and not smoking can result in a substantial reduction in mortality even in the immediate future. We're talking a 40% lower risk of dying in the subsequent four years. The researchers conclude that making the necessary changes to adhere to a healthy lifestyle is extremely worthwhile, and middle age is certainly not too late to act. You hold the power. Now, for those who want to take it to the next level, we can look to the diets and lifestyles of the healthiest and longest-lived people around the world. Studies following identical twins suggest that only about 25% of the variation in lifespan 
is explained by genetics. So what can we do for the majority over which we may have some control? The media love stories about hard-living centenarians who attribute their longevity to some combination of lard, vodka, and favorite brand of cigarette. But how do the oldest and healthiest really eat and live? That's what we have the blue zones for. Areas of exceptional longevity around the world where there may be 10 times the rate of those reaching triple digits named for the color a demographer used in a global heat map of mortality. What lessons can we learn? The Blue Zones organization distilled findings from more than 150 dietary surveys from the world's longest living people to create a set of 10 food guidelines. The foundation of the Blue Zones food guidelines is making your diet at least 95% plant-based, avoiding highly processed foods, and emphasizing beans as the healthiest source of protein, water as the best beverage, and nuts as the healthiest snack. That's the foundation. The final five guidelines are to go easy on fish, eliminate eggs, slash sugar, reduce dairy, and retreat from meat there may be no such thing as dying from old age. From a study of more than 42,000 consecutive autopsies, centenarians, those who lived to be 100, were found to have succumbed to disease in 100% of the cases, though most were perceived, even by their physicians, to have been healthy just prior to death. Not one died of old age. They died from disease, most commonly heart disease. Because the single greatest risk factor for most of these killer diseases is how old you are, one could argue that the leading cause of death is actually aging. Uh, the rate of death increases exponentially for age-related diseases such as heart disease, cancer, stroke, dementia. So yes, within the same age bracket, having a high cholesterol can increase your risk of heart attack up to 20-fold, but an 80-year-old may have 500 times the risk of having a heart attack compared to a 20-year-old. Now, the reason we focus on things like cholesterol is because it's a modifiable risk factor. But what if the rate of aging was modifiable too? That's where a consensus document entitled Interventions to Slow Aging in Humans comes in. The top researchers in the field were brought together to identify the most promising strategies to combat aging. They identified a list of essential pathways, for example, drugs that can block the hormone IGF-1, or drugs to block the pro-aging enzyme TOR. But I realized, wait, every single one of these could be regulated through diet. That was my original inspiration for writing How Not to Age. This may help explain why those eating plant-based diets, diets centered around whole healthy plant foods, have a lower risk of developing age-related diseases such as cancer and dementia, a lower risk of dying prematurely from cardiovascular disease and all causes put together, but also appear to age slower. Those who eat plant-based diets have been shown to have a substantially lower rate of aging and there's an interventional trial that showed 
cause and effect by randomizing people to a plant-based diet and showing that eating healthier can indeed slow the biological pace at which you age. And it doesn't take much. Plant-based doesn't mean vegetarian or vegan. It just means the focus of the diet should be around whole plant foods. So you know, minimizing processed foods, meat, dairy, eggs, salt, and sugar, while maximizing fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes like beans, split peas, chickpeas, and lentils, nuts and seeds, mushrooms, herbs, and spices, basically real food that grows out of the ground, those are our healthiest choices. The NIH AARP study is the largest forward-looking study on diet and health. Based on its 6 million person years of observation, replacing just 3% of daily caloric intake from animal protein with plant protein was associated with a 10% decreased risk of overall mortality, just swapping 3%. In terms of lifespan, eating a burger appears to cut one's life as short as smoking two cigarettes. So if it wouldn't even occur to us to light up before and after lunch, maybe we should choose the bean burrito instead. Of course, it isn't just about adding years to your life, but life to your years. An unhealthy aging index was devised to measure functional impairments, vitality, mental health, physical health, substituting even just 1% of calories from plant protein for animal protein appeared to lead to significantly less deficit accumulation. And substituting 5% appeared to reduce the risk of dying from the greatest deficit, dementia. That may help explain why those who don't eat any meat at all may be up to three times less likely to become demented. But again, it's not all or nothing. The worst thing about humanity's diet is neither animal nor vegetable, but mineral, sodium. According to the Global Burden of Disease Study, the most comprehensive study of risk factors for death and disability, the top five fatal flaws of humanity's diet are inadequate vegetable consumption, inadequate nut and seed consumption, not eating enough fruit, and not eating enough whole grains. Millions of deaths may be attributable to each of those factors, but the single deadliest ingredient in humanity's diet is something we get too much of, salt, our number one dietary risk factor for death. A recent whopping study, for example, found that those who salted their food at the table at age 50 appeared to have about a two-year lower life expectancy compared to those who didn't. So swapping out the salt shaker for some salt-free seasoning or salt substitutes could potentially add years to your life. How do we know it's cause and effect? Five kitchens at a veteran's retirement home were randomized into two groups for a few years, offering meals salted either with regular salt or, unbeknownst to them, a 50-50 blend of regular salt, sodium chloride, with the potassium salt substitute, potassium chloride. The kind of salt was the only difference between the meals, and cardiovascular disease death rates plummeted by 40% in the folks getting the reduced sodium blend. The new difference in life expectancy between the two groups at age 70 was equivalent to that which would have occurred naturally in 14 years, meaning that simply switching to even half potassium salt, for which you wouldn't even be able to taste the difference, appeared to effectively make people more than a decade younger when it came to the risk of premature death. 
My final insight involves specific foods found to be helpful in clinical trials for age-related ailments. In terms of your joints, studies have shown that strawberries, rose hips, ginger, and turmeric can help with osteoarthritis of the knees, the leading cause of disability in older adults. The herb saw palmetto fails to help enlarge prostates, but what has been shown to help is flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, and cranberries. Cranberries can also help with overactive bladder syndrome. Pumpkin seeds, along with soy foods and chili peppers, may help protect against hair loss. And topically, diluted rosemary essential oil appears to work as well as the drug Rogaine for keeping your hair. Soy foods and fennel seeds can help with menopausal hot flash symptoms. Fenugreek seeds can boost testosterone. Plain white button mushrooms can reduce the distinctive body odor of the elderly. Nitrate-rich vegetables like beets help maintain muscle mass and performance. Broccoli family vegetables and garlic can boost immune function. Greens and berries are probably the best foods for the brain and also help preserve your vision. And though sun protection is the most important thing to slow skin aging, honeybush tea, almonds, and cocoa powder have also been shown to reduce wrinkles. Okay, so I was only able to touch on data from a few dozen studies. How Not to Age ended up with over 13,000 citations, all of which I have hyperlinked online so you can download the original sources yourselves. I encourage everyone to go to your local public library to check out the book. And again, all proceeds I receive from the sales of my books go directly to charity. I just want you and your loved ones to enjoy the longest, healthiest life. Thank you, Michael. Okay, listeners, you now have your anti-aging to-do list. If you want to refer back to these tips later on, download our Next Big Idea app where you can find thousands of life-extending and life-altering ideas from hundreds of nonfiction authors. Just look for it wherever you get your apps and sign up for my free newsletter, and I'll send you a weekly wrap-up right to your inbox so you'll never miss a big idea. There's a link for the newsletter in the episode notes, or you can find it by searching for Next Big Idea on LinkedIn. Tomorrow, we're going to step away from such human concerns as aging and cast our gaze outward and upward. We'll hear from Sarafina Elbardi Nance, author of the book Starstruck, a memoir of astrophysics and finding light in the dark. I'm Michael Kavanagh. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow.